0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, September 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Senate Ag Investigates SNAP Oversight FSIS Scrutiny House Vote on EPA Offices and Equipment Maker Wants Robust Farm Bill Lawmakers will be raising concerns about how well states are managing the federal food stamp program. Top officials with both the audit and investigations divisions of the USDA's Office of Inspector General will be testifying today before the Senate Agriculture Committee about error rates in the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. As AgriPulse reported in April, an internal USDA investigation found evidence that many state agencies across the country were employing biased quality control measures to make their SNAP error rates appear lower than they actually were. USDA has not reported national error rates for SNAP since 2014 because of questions about their accuracy. The national error rate for 2014 was 3.66%. As the nation's largest food assistance program, SNAP will be examined thoroughly for its efficiency and effectiveness. That the word of Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts. The Justice Department reached settlements with Wisconsin and Virginia this spring, but the investigation extended beyond those states and includes a consulting firm that advised many of the state agencies. The inspector general has called on the department to either do its own auditing of state quality controls or turn the work over to an outside firm rather than relying on states to review themselves. In the meantime, OIG planning more state audits. USDA's inspector general has contracted with an independent accounting firm to conduct additional audits of the way states are complying with the legal requirements for managing the SNAP program and issuing benefits, that according to a 52-page report on the OIG's current audit plans. The report also says the Inspector General plans to audit USDA's new poultry inspection program to determine whether it has adequate oversight. The new program, implemented by the Obama administration, has pulled inspectors away from production lines so they can focus on testing poultry for pathogens and overseeing plant processes. The OIG also will investigate how well the Food Safety Inspection Service is verifying the adequacy of inspection programs in countries that export to the United States. USDA earlier this year shut down beef exports from Brazil after finding excessive violations. House Preserves EPA Flexibility on Offices The House has voted against blocking EPA from closing any of its regional offices. The vote came on an amendment proposed by Representative Jared Polis, a Democrat of Colorado, to a fiscal 18 appropriations bill. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt has recently floated the idea of shutting down regional offices and reassigning officials to state capitals. The Polis Amendment, designed to stop such closures, failed 201 to 212 yesterday. Organic groups look to force USDA hand on animal welfare. The Organic Trade Organization and other groups in the organic sector are suing USDA over the delayed implementation of the animal welfare standards issued in the final days of the Obama administration. Some organic egg producers strenuously objecting to the new rules, but the OTA board voted unanimously to take the department to court. The rule is currently not slated to take effect until November 14th. Taiwan growing U.S. organic market. U.S. exports of organic fruits and vegetables to Taiwan are growing quickly despite that country's unusually tough import restrictions for organic products. The U.S. exported $28 million worth of organic produce to Taiwan last year, a 74% increase from sales in 2015. That according to USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Taiwan is now the fourth largest foreign market for U.S. organic produce. Korea fallout, Japan talks, sidelined. It didn't get much publicity at the time, but the negotiations that could lead to a bilateral trade agreement with Japan took a bit of a setback recently, that due to the tensions on the Korean Peninsula. Ken Backus, the Director of International Trade with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, speaking to the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture in New Orleans, pointed out talks this month that were supposed to set the stage for an October economic dialogue were called off by Japan as government officials had to concentrate on the threats being posed by North Korea. Later, Backus told AgriPulse Dan Enoch that he hopes the development won't delay future talks. Backus said, We have to recognize that these developments have a real ability to impact our international trade. The Japanese delegation was led by Deputy Prime Minister and also Finance Minister Taro Aso, who was scheduled to meet with Vice President Mike Pence. Aso said the decision to call off the visit was made, quote, for thorough crisis management given the security environment. NASDA, don't split the farm bill. NASDA members approved an action item supporting a comprehensive and unified farm bill that maintains food and nutrition assistance programs for all individuals. According to the text, the nutrition title should remain an integral part of the Farm Bill. AOL Founder, Broadband Key to Rural Development Former AOL Chairman Steve Case has a message for Congress and the White House as they consider a big infrastructure initiative. Reliable Internet service will do more for rural economic development than building new highways, he says. Yes, we need better roads and bridges and airports. But in the next century, the digital infrastructure is going to be much more important than the fiscal infrastructure. That's a challenge, but also an opportunity, Case said at a Senate Democratic Forum yesterday. After leaving AOL, Case co-founded a private investment firm that is sponsoring a project called Rise of the Rest, which is putting money into startup companies around the country. Also at the forum, the president of a Wisconsin-based farm equipment manufacturer argued that robust new farm bill and a strong crop insurance program is vital to helping businesses grow in rural areas. Jim Wessing of the Condex Corporation said, Washington needs to have the equipment manufacturers back, all of us. He also talked about the importance of rural broadband, but emphasized the need for it to be wireless so farm equipment can make use of it. Here's today's, he said it, you don't need a wall, you just need better trade. That Tom Stenzel, president and CEO of the United Fresh Produce Association, speaking yesterday about the integration of the fruit and vegetable sectors in the U.S., Mexico, and Canada. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, September 14th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.